0: Jaya <coughs> Dhadhama Dhabha Kunjabihare Jaya Dhadhama Dhabha Kunjabihare Opi dan la ba la ba, giri bade dadi. Opi Ya landa nap, Braja janadan jana, da 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 nap. tira banachari. Yamuna Tira Banajari Jayada Madaba Kunjabihari Jayada Madaba. Be hardy bala <laughs> oh, be done, la, ba, la, ba it, ba, oh, Be done, la, ba, la, ba. Dada dha di. Yasora nan dana, Braja jana dan jana. Braja jana Yamunatira Banachari Yamunatira Banachari Jayadha Madhava Kunjabihari jayada dana mada ba konja bihari, kobi jana balaba giri Na ba Ya Ya Yamuna tira Yamunatira Yamuna tira banatare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Hari Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari Hari Rama Rama Hari Hare, Hare. Hare Krishna Harikisana, Krishna Harikisna, Krishna Hari Hare Hari Rama, Hari Dama, Rama Rama Hari Hare Hari Hari Hare Hari Adi 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 Ram Adi Ram Hari 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 Rama 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 I go to Hariba Hariba Hariba, let I go to Hariba 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 I guess I guess I guess I did. I did. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, pada boop bada brah pada bada brah boop bada brah bada go Vishnu Bhagavan Mahan Sagai, Si Bhakti Vananu Gosham Rasa Bhagavatam Kidae, Govardhan
1: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate
0: Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om
1: Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. This morning we're reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 7, Chapter 4, Is the text one written there? Eh? Text 1, Srinadada Uvacha. evam vrta satadriti, hiranyaka sipo ra tat tapasa varam stasya sudulaban śrī nadada uvacha evam vrita sadha riti hiranya rattat tapasaprito varam stasya sudulabam uvacha satadriti, satadriti, satadriti iranya ra ra tat tabasa priti prito tat prito varam stats yasudulaban shunari ṛṇād ad o vācha ṛṇam varataḥ pritoh tasya sudulabhan varam tasya sudulabhan sina rada uvacha evam vritat satadriti iranya kashipo atha praratatapasaprito Varam stashya sudulabham Sri Narada uvacha Sri Narada uvacha Evam vritasathadriti yes. Iranya Kashipota Pradatta Varam stashya sudulabham Sri Narada Uvacha, Sri Narada Muni said, Evam, thus, Vrita 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 solicited solicited. Satadriti, Lord Brahma, Brahma. Hiranyakashipo Hiranyakashipo. of Hiranyakashipu, Ata, then, Pradat, delivered, delivered, Tat, his. Tapasa, by the difficult austerities, Prita, being pleased, Varan, benedictions, Tatsya, Antu Hiranyakashipu, Sudulaban, very rarely obtained. Translation, Narada Muni continued, Lord Brahma was very much satisfied by Hiranyakashipu's austerities, which were difficult to perform. Therefore, when solicited for benedictions, he indeed granted them, although they were rarely to be achieved. No purports, so we'll read the next verse also, text two. So tomorrow will be uh, text three. Three Brahma Ovacha ta teme vrini shevaran mamma satapi vitaramyanga ban. Translation. Lord Brahma said, O Hiranyakashipu, <coughs> these benedictions for which you have asked are difficult to obtain for most men. Nonetheless, O my son, I shall grant you them although they are generally not available. Material benedictions are not always exactly worthy of being called benedictions. If one possesses more and more, a benediction itself may become a curse. For just as achieving material opulence in this material world requires great strength and endeavor, maintaining it also requires great endeavor. Lord Brahma informed Hiranyakashipu that although he was ready to offer him whatever he had asked, the result of the benedictions would be very difficult for Hiranyakashipu to maintain. Nonetheless, since Brahma had promised, he wanted to grant all the benedictions asked. The word durabham indicates that that one should not take benedictions one cannot enjoy peacefully. Uh, Lord Narad Muni continued, Lord Brahma was very much satisfied by Hiranya Kashipu's austerities which were difficult to perform, therefore when solicited for benedictions he indeed granted them although they were rarely to be achieved. Lord Brahma said, O Hiranyakashipu, these benedictions for which you have asked are difficult to obtain for most men. Nonetheless, O my son, I shall grant you them, although they are generally not available. Um, So uh, we were reading in the last uh, few days, after Hiranyakashipu was doing the great austerities and tapasya uh, for a long, long time, and, uh, and so, so long, in fact, that he just was motionless sitting at his body. Oh, uh, actually, he wasn't sitting. He was uh, standing uh, on one leg with his arm outstretched, wasn't it? That was his, that was his austerity, just on one leg and, and like this. Sitting is hard enough. Imagine sitting a long time and standing with the arms like this. So somehow or other, normally one can't do for a few minutes standing like this and arms like that. And so he was standing, he went into some uh, uh, mystic uh, uh, trance while doing that. And uh, you know, these uh, p- powerful personalities, he was already powerful before, uh, having you know, taken birth. Uh, and from uh, and, uh, uh, and th- and Kasyapa and uh, Diti, Diti, demigoddess, Kasyapa, a very powerful Rishi. So already he was powerful, uh, <clears throat> Aditi and Diti. Diti he took, Yaksha and Hiranyakasha. So already powerful. So they had a lot of power and uh, uh, abilities. So somehow or other he did this austerity, he wanted more. He wanted more and he was burning with anger and envy towards the Supreme Personality of God. It already, already had those qualities uh, on birth. And, uh, and of course, in, uh, Lord Varaha came and killed his brother, Hiranyaksha, so he became even more angry and uh, more uh, envious and more revengeful against the Supreme Personality of God. So uh, um, he decided to do this tapasya to Lord Brahma. He knew that Lord Brahma was the original person in the universe, very powerful. And indeed, as we read, he addresses Lord Brahma in that way in his prayers to Lord Brahma he's like that and he was uh rather when he appeared first of all he did the austerities for a long time went into a trance and he was so much so so long that the ants came and all sorts of insects were eating his flesh there was only like that his bones were there and so finally Lord Brahma came and from his Kamandalu sprinkled some water and he regained his body and then after having uh, having Darshan of Lord Brahma seeing Lord Brahma who was surrounded by Uh, uh, great sages and rishis who had also come with Lord Brahma Uh, he was like in the sky so he was so overwhelmed that actually Lord Brahma had come that he offered so many uh, prayers uh, addressing him as the supreme being and uh, the master of all mysticism and uh, uh, so all sorts of the uh, you are, from you, the unmas- unmanifested form has expanded, the cosmic manifestation, the form of, total, of totality of the universe. Um, oh Lord, you are the best of the givers of benedictions. <laughs> so first uh, he praises him, then he asks for something. <laughs> this type of praise is very much in the mode of uh, passion. Uh, you know, you've got a, a burning desire on a mission, you've got to be a deep motivation. If someone comes to you, oh, you're so nice, you're, you're so everything, you're my good friend. Put the hand you pats him on the back. Uh, Can you give me a loan of $50,000? <laughs> <laughs> Is he the best of the friends? Will you say he's uh, your good friend? He just comes asking for something. So uh, we, we read that Kashipu, he was praising Lord Brahma but his motive wasn't exactly uh, just, just praising Lord Brahma, he wanted something, he was, um, motivated. And so he's asking, uh, uh, then he asked for the benediction. So as, as is mentioned here, these benedictions are, are very difficult, dhulabang, there's a uh, dulabam dhulabang mentioned here. Duluban means Dhulabang means very, very difficult, very very difficult to achieve especially for ordinary persons and even uh, even very great personalities what what you're asking is rarely obtained in the whole universe but Lord Brahma of course is so powerful uh, that he can award such uh, benedictions of course he didn't he wanted to be deathless altogether but uh, uh, Lord Brahma couldn't, couldn't award deathlessness because he himself is subject to death Uh, but nevertheless these ones I I grant I not die within any residence or outside any residence. Generally people you know they're under the the laws of karma and uh, as you act so you shall reap and Yamraj Yamaraj is uh, awarding the reactions uh, um, and uh, so you may meet your death in so many different ways. Uh, This is the result of the karma uh, inside your house, outside your house, who's to say? Uh, so generally people feel very, generally people feel very uh, uh, protected inside the house but at any moment something can happen. I was reading uh, you know when you live in there in the forest uh, in the, the bush uh, you can be living in the house. There was one person I read just recently he was just in the bedroom and there was a big storm outside all of a sudden a big uh, tree branch came through his roof almost killed him. So you was sleeping in the bed sleeping in the bed and a big tree branch came. Another one, uh, there was a big uh, storm and another one I read that uh, uh, lightning and thunder and uh, they heard some cracking sound and uh, the whole, you know, this is a two-story house, and the whole roof, some big huge tree branch came through and like a spear through the roof and ended up in the, in the lounge room from the top to the second floor and uh, you know, went right through and came in the lounge room it came and the mother and father were in the kitchen having some dinner and uh, the son was upstairs. Luckily it missed all of them, otherwise it would have gone through them too. <laughs> and it would be dead. <laughs> the tree would have been caused them to be dead. <laughs> the tree branch. And so uh, actually, you know, at New, uh, new Govardhan, uh, um, one uh, devotee who was living there and a tree branch came down luckily in the back of the house and only uh, uh, destroyed the back part of the house. He wasn't at home or his wife wasn't at home so luckily. So any, you, know, you feel very safe in your house. Recently I was in Indonesia and I was staying in uh, one room and uh, all of a sudden I heard this uh, loud noise. I thought an aeroplane was going overhead. A noise sounded like an aer- very low flying airplane. And I knew I well, was well, there's the airport nearby, but this plane is flying very low. Very- and it grew louder and louder. And then all of a sudden, the room started to shake. And I said, "Whoa! This is earthquake. This is not airplane. This is earthquake." And everyone ran outside. Ran outside. I just recently uh, in, in Turkey, we read about that a huge earthquake. How many like uh, a huge amount of people killed? Uh, Thirty thousand, or already kept an no, eye a lot of people killed. The, the whole earth opened up. So, generally, you know. Uh, so here, here, uh, is asking, I, I not die outside, I not die inside. He's praising Lord, Lord Brahma, <clears throat> like anything, praising him. You are so great. You are so beautiful. You are all the universe comes from you. So many things he's saying, and then he's saying, Give me these things. Give me the. Give, give me. Give me. Give me. Give me. That's a very much materialistic consciousness. Gimme, 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 (laughs) gimme. Always want something, gimme, gimme. Daddy, I want ice cream. (laughs) Gimme, (laughs) gimme. Then your daddy doesn't give, oh, I hate you, daddy. I don't like you anymore. (laughs) You're not my daddy. (laughs) You don't give me any ice cream. (laughs) You're not my daddy anymore. So you love your daddy, and then next moment you hate your daddy. So it can be like that. Certainly if, if Lord Brahma, I would assume that if Lord Brahma didn't grant these things to Hiranyakashipu, imagine uh, he's asking, grant me this, grant me that, grant me that, and Lord Brahma said, no. <laughs> I'm not giving you any of these things. Then Hiranyakashipu would have become angry. Why not? Why don't you want to give? He would have become very angry. Already he was known as being very angry at so many. So, so and so demons are like that you know they're very much under the mode of passion and ignorance they can change just like that just like that because they're motivated they're ambitious someone who is very motivated to gain more very greedy very lusty uh, they can't be trusted they're unpredictable they very un- because they they're pushed by the modes of material nature mode of passion is pushing on them and mode of passion means going over here can I be over there can I be Mode of ignorance is you're down all the time down and, and and uh mode of goodness is you're up steady but passion is whipping you here whipping you there all over so someone who's very much under the mode of passion and affected also simultaneously by the mode of ignorance is very much pushed it can't be unpredictable personality can be your friend one minute and, and then become your enemy at the next moment next moment So uh, so can't be trusted someone who's very greedy Someone who's very uh, uh, ambitious, always wanting more and more ambitious, cannot be. Actually, such persons generally, uh, they, they, they're very distant from everyone because they have to be, because at the next moment, they, have, they may have to annihilate that person who might stand in his way. <clears throat> you know, That person might be standing, he's your friend, he's good because he's helping you, but if he stands in your way, oh, I have to get rid of him now. <laughs> he was my friend, but not, not any longer. Not anymore. He stood in my way. I wanted to do this, he was helping me, but then he had difference of opinion. He was uh, putting a block, but oh, that's it, he's out. <laughs> and he ran would just kill them. <laughs> or send his soldiers to kill them. But anyway, we see like this, I so grant me all these different things uh, inside, outside, who can achieve this Uh, inside the residence, outside the residence, in the daytime, in the nighttime? Generally, we we feel more secure in the daytime, we can see things, in the nighttime, we know we can't see so many things, what's going on, who's around the corner? You're walking and all of a sudden someone comes, you didn't see him because it's nighttime. People are very more more, uh, afraid at nighttime, isn't it? And uh, you know, but anything can happen at night, anything can happen during the day. And so he's asking, so he's very clever, he, he, he's got in, good intelligence. You have to give Iranian Kashipu credit for good intelligence, very sharp, keen intelligence. But the, mental, the intelligence is uh, perverted with material desires, it's not pure intelligence. It's perverted intelligence, corrupt intelligence, but still sharp intelligence. So he's thinking, what could happen? It takes a lot to be able to think of these things. What could happen? Something could happen to me inside, something outside in the night, in the day, and all these things on the ground, in the sky, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, by any animal, by any weapon. He just tries to think of everything. Uh, uh, entity, or no, no entity created by you, uh, any snakes from the lower planets, demigods. And not only that, I want to grant me the benediction, I have no rival. No one would be able to come up against me. And as we said yesterday, uh, he wanted to have sole lordship. He wanted to be the boss of the universe. He didn't want to share it with anyone. No one could be my co-boss. I want to just be the boss. <laughs> we know people like that, they just want to be the boss. If they're the boss, they're happy. If they're not the boss, then they're very unhappy and they'll work to eliminate those who stand in their way for being the boss. so He wanted to be lordship. Prabhupada uses this word. And, and, and uh, Hiranyakashipu said, grant me soul lordship, soul lordship, not any other person involved, soul lordship over all the living entities, all the living entities, all the presiding deities, not over just over here, everyone, soul lordship. Give me all the glories. He wanted to be praised also. He wanted to be praised. He wanted to subjugate everyone. And even though they were subjugated, made, made almost like slaves, he wanted to be glorified as well. And it's not enough just dominating them, but he wanted them to worship him as well. <laughs> so selfish. One, one is very materialistic, becomes more and more selfish. He doesn't care. Their emotional, uh, their emotional development is very uh, uh, stunted. They don't have any feeling for anyone else except themselves. And so. Um, Give me all mystic powers uh, um, and I oh, here actually says all right so he says uh, mystic powers are by longer stories and the practice of yoga so normally to get mystic powers you have to do the great tapasya you have to do the, the yoga and gradually gradually by pleasing the higher beings you can get all these mystic powers are more subtle powers there is a gross powers and then there's more subtle powers um, and he actually says these are cannot be lost. Uh, these are more long, long, long-lasting, long-lasting, long-lasting powers. So this is so this is what he's asked for, and uh, he's glorified Lord Brahma, and then he's asked for these things. And Lord Brahma, of course, he knows the mentality of everyone, uh, uh, but uh, nevertheless. Uh, he knew also in the back of his mind that certainly the supreme personality of Godhead would come. The, the supreme personality of Godhead already came for Hiranyaksha here, here and everyone saw it. So Hiranyaksha the great Asur who was going everywhere terror, he was also terrorizing the universe so then Lord Varaha in the boar form came. This was not ordinary form we, we should not mistake just like I was saying yesterday at uh, New Nandagram uh, at our boat festival yesterday, I say we shouldn't mistake Radha and Krishna for ordinary living entities. They are not ordinary, they are very extraordinary. They are not actually of this world, they are of the spiritual, but they come to this world. So similarly, Lord Varaha, Lord Vishnu comes and manifests different forms. He can manifest any form he wants. There's no restriction. Someone may say, how can someone in the form of of a boar be the supreme Godhead? Well, if Godhead is Godhead, then uh, he can do anything. What's the restriction? Uh, uh, but that form, even that form of the boar form, gigantic form, uh, didn't have material elements. It was a spiritual form. But nevertheless, uh, he dealt with this Hiranyaksha. So Lord Brahma, all the devas, all had seen how Lord, the Lord had come. So in the back of his mind, of course, Lord Brahma knew and, and, uh, about the Lord's coming and at the same time uh, he, he understood Hiranyakashipu's mentality and also in the back of his mind he didn't like to grant what he was asking because he knew someone like Hiranyakashipu, a very materialistic, very demoniac personality would get these powers and just abuse everybody else. Um, some. <clears throat> some people they, they, they haven't got much perhaps they haven't got much therefore they cannot do much but they've got these desires within them that not yet fully manifest because they haven't got the facilities to manifest those desires but when they get certain powers then these things come up become manifest and then for all to see and so uh, um, you know uh, Hiranyakashipu already was manifesting to some extent And uh, so Lord Brahma knew if I grant him all these things, which he's, again, he says, they're very rarely achieved by anyone, these sort of things. Very, very rare that anyone gets this type of position. He was very reluctant, but he felt uh, um, almost uh, uh, obligated because of his austerities. And because he by his austerities, he was affecting the whole universe. He was actually, he got so much power by his austerities, he was affecting the goings on of the universe. So I have to do something here. He would have rather not come at all to grant him what he wanted. But because he was requested, uh, the demigods were very concerned because somehow or other, he had tapped into the universal elements and the universal functioning of everything by his austerities and was creating a disturbance uh, the fire element was coming from him. All these, so uh, um, the, all the devas people were very concerned. if he goes on, he's going to really create problems in the universe. So Lord Brahma felt he had to do something, and at least temporarily, <coughs> he, he was going to award him uh, these um, these benedictions. So he was going to award him. So, uh, but you know, interestingly enough, Prabhupada mentions at the start of this chapter, even though. Lord Brahma granted these things, all powers, dominion over everything, mysticism. He got them all and sure enough, he started abusing everybody, terrorizing the universe. Hiranyakashipu terrorizes the universe. Uh, He was so powerful, he just terrorized. Everyone was afraid, hiding, even the devas were hiding in fear of Hiranyakashipu. Uh, Still, it's mentioned that, you, you know, you would think that when someone gets what they want, they, all right, I finally got what I wanted, I'm, I'm happy and satisfied. But if someone has a burning, within them, their heart, a burning desire for, you know, they, they, they can't, their greed is so much, their lust is so much, their envy, tanaham uh, and This Krishna says that this greed burns, this lust burns and the envy. So even though Hiranyakashipu got what he wanted, and one might think that, well, now he's got it, now he's happy, Uh, but he still couldn't relieve himself of greed. It still was burning. And the envy, especially of the Supreme Personality of God, was still burning in him. It just goes to show that you can, you know, if you've got uh, insatiable lust and greed and uh, envy, and uh, you know, you want certain things, uh, even though you get them, uh, it, it's, it's Prabhupada compares it just like a, you've got a, a flame. Now, when you pour fuel on the flame, what's the effect? He says, the effect, the immediate effect is it flares up. But if you were to, it, 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 no, the immediate effect is that it, it you know, it goes down actually it actually goes down. It's the immediate effect that goes, if you pour fuel, it goes down, but at the next moment it flares up again. And so you, then you come along with a whole heap of fuel again and the immediate effect that even that flare up goes down. But at the next moment it flares up again because of now, that, now it's got extra fuel. So what you, did, what you desired before, now you've got all those things, but then when you get all those things, you realize now that I got those things, I can get even more things. It's, it's, so the underlying envy and lust and greed is still there. And no amount of fuel will satisfy those burning desires. No amount of fuel. Otherwise, you know, you could say in a, in a, in a general way that the richest people of the world who have got everything are the happiest people in the world. Could you say that? Maybe someone's happy, but they're, they're the happiest. As I was saying yesterday, that sometimes you see... A, a poor farmer he's very happy just uh, growing a few few vegetables some rice he's very happy he's hardly got anything uh, but he's very happy. So it's not necessarily the fact that if you've got everything in the world you're going to be the happiest person uh, so uh, so you can have beauty you can have money you can have in fact i remember one of our uh, uh, lady devotees this is a long time ago she was from new zealand but she was a big model she went to uh europe and she, became, was, uh, she, her, uh, uh, she was a big model, she appeared on the front cover of Vogue and all that she was a really big... and I said that, uh, you know, working as a model and she was working in Europe mainly and, uh, and uh, <clears throat> she said, well, the models have got everything, you know, they, they... you know, she said, yeah, the models have got everything but they're always in anxiety. I said, well, why are they always in anxiety? You think because they're beautiful, they've got, you know, money and everything, you know, so much and adored by so many, why? Because they're always in anxiety because they're they're just in anxiety about losing their looks. (laughs) Because that's their occupation, being a model. But looks can only be with you for a certain amount of time. So even though she was young and beautiful and did did this occupation and was, became a very, uh, you know, on the front covers of big magazines, uh, still, uh, she was in anxiety, she said, all, all of them are. All of them are because there's always younger ones coming up. You know, you, you, once you get 20, 25, that's about it. <laughs> because they go for the 18 and even the 15 year olds. And, and because you know, generally when the, the youth is there, the, the beauty is more there. The skin is more this, whatever, whatever. So, uh, there, so someone like that, I just remembered that too, and she told me that many, many years ago that even someone with all that. So someone with all these things is not necessarily the most happy person. So Hiranyakashipu at, attained all these powers, but still wasn't happy. He's was still burning with envy against uh, Lord Vishnu. Uh, um, and uh, here also another point that is made, sometimes benedictions are given, uh, but you know, and one thinks, oh, I've got this benediction, I've got this, uh, what I wanted, someone has given it to, or I've acquired it. And you, as I said, you think you're very happy, but um, here prophet says they're not exactly worthy of being called benedictions because they, be, they can become a curse. They can become a curse. You've got something, you become a curse. I remember reading the story some time ago of the man in England, he, he won the lottery, 10 million pound. He was very poor and, uh, and uh, he never had many friends, even his relatives, uh, you know, no one, they didn't like him or something like that. And then all of a sudden he won the lottery. And then all of a sudden, so many people were, uh, his friends, <laughs> so many people, so many relatives, you didn't even know all of a sudden. Oh, I haven't seen you for a long time. <laughs> How are you doing? And then invariably they would say, oh, do you think you could help me out? And uh, you know, give me a loan or you give me a donation or something. So he said it became a curse in the end. And then he became addicted to gambling and lost it all became very destitute, became lost more than he even got, you know, became a real sad case, became a sad case. So there's many instances like that, we've probably experienced it ourselves. Uh, you get the benediction and it becomes a curse in the end. And so it's called dulaban, dulaban, very difficult. You have to, to get, you know, if you're gonna run after, you, you know, your material desires, and they're very difficult to achieve. You have to work very hard. It's not, it's not easy to get money. You know, to, you know, people really dream about making a lot of money you know, because getting a lot of money, you can buy a nice house, you can, you can, you know, do so many things. So they dream about it, but to get it, generally speaking, of course, someone may get it very easily, but that's due because in the past life, they worked very hard, Now that people don't understand. Uh, someone gets it very easy. Why, why, you know, someone can work hard and not make much money and someone didn't do, hardly do anything. All of a sudden, they come into money. And why does that seem very unfair? Well, because in the past life they worked hard. It's not that they didn't work, they, at some point they did the work or did the kriti, you know, the pious activities, and now they're getting the results in this life. So either way, in this life, last life, the previous life, one has to work very hard to get these, just the nature of the, uh, of the material world, just the nature of it. It's, it's not an easy place to survive in, actually. You have to work very hard. And most of you know that just to, you know, earn a living at a cost of, 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 uh, the cost of everything is going up, just to earn a living, it takes a lot of endeavor. So whether you work for it, or whether even someone gives it to you, it's hard to get it and it's hard to, then when you get it, it's hard to maintain it. Uh, Say you win a house, you win a house, but to, you know, anyone who's got a house, all, all knows that to maintain a house is not an easy thing maintaining is actually more difficult than getting it to keep, keep maintain it there's so much uh, uh, you know attention you have to give to it uh, things are getting old things you have to replace it uh, some some uh, damage is done uh, repairs have to be done then all uh, all uh, everything like that uh, they become like uh, so many uh, great hustlers have told me they become like money pits just keep pouring more and more in there your whole life you have to you know, you get it, you work hard. It's a lot of hard work to be able to buy a house, but then you have to maintain it. And, uh, and uh, we see that some a builder was telling me the trend these days, unless you're very, very rich, but the trend these days is to, the, they, people buy land that's very small now, and the house just goes up to the border. They don't have to maintain the, 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 uh, the land. And uh, the house, they're very careful about that. So they've, they've become a bit more cautious about these types of endeavours. And even getting them, so uh, um, you know people try all sorts of things, and uh, just like the stock market the stock market a lot of the uh, um, uh, you know one man told me that a lot of people uh, uh, go on the stock market and buy buy shares and this and shares and that and they're they're hoping that uh, they know things will their shares will be worth a lot, but quite often and they're not and uh, and uh, and then uh, one devotee told me that his father used to was very rich and he used to dabble in the stock market and his father always told me he said son he said the stock market is the domain of the rich actually because you're gambling even he said it he said you're gambling you you put your money in and at the next moment you can you can make money or you can just lose everything so if you're putting all your money in there and you haven't got much money and you're putting all in then you're going to be ruined but the rich people, they put their money in and they lose it, but they've got other money. So he said that, that's always been the saying. He said, even my father used to tell me that. He said that all the stock market activity, that's the domain of the rich. So Papa never advised all this type of thing. It's a kind of a gambling thing, you know. uh, Anything in the world is risky, but the the devotees try to minimize unnecessary risks, unnecessary material endeavors, and just use uh, most of our energy on spiritual life. You have to do the needful, as far as uh, living in the world, you got to have a house, you got, got a family, you got education for the kids and, uh, and all sorts of social um, obligations and so on. And so you have to do uh, your duty as far as that's concerned. And you can't be negligent as far as that's concerned. Uh, but you know, we have to reserve energy for our spiritual advancement. That's very, very important. And that energy has to be there. If all your energy is going on the material side, you've got no energy for the spiritual, then that's a, 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 that's a waste. So, Tanaham uh, uh, this envy, Ranyakashipu had this burning envy. And uh, Krishna says, those who are like that, they generally cause so much trouble. I, because they are just burning with envy, uh, I, I, you know, they just want to continue that, that envy. And, and therefore I put them in life after life in positions where they can just be like that. If they want to be like that, I'll be like that. Uh, And so they, life after life, he says here. um, Attaining repeated birth amongst the the species, the demoniac species, even the different species of life. Some are very envious. So you can take birth in those species of life. They, they they just attack, you know, you get some species of life. Like the, the, the proper tells the story of the scorpion. The scorpion, there was a big, uh, on the river, there was a big flood, rain, torrential rain, the river flooded and, you know, and so many had lost their life because of the flood. So the scorpion with the camel was there. And, uh, and so the camel was going across because he was, had long legs, he could walk across the river, even though it was flooded. So then the scorpion said to the camel, he said, can I hitch a ride on your, on your back? And the camel said, no, no way, you're gonna, you're a scorpion, you're gonna bite me, you're gonna poisonous. I said, no, no, why would I do that? Because if I bite you with a, with a stingy, with a, the with a poison, then you'll die, and then I'll drown. So why would I do it? So then the camel was convinced, so he let the scorpion go on the back. So then halfway across, the scorpion <laughs> stung him. And so the camel said, why did you do that for now? We're both gonna die. He said, I just couldn't help it, I'm a scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> Papa says yes, the, the nature is quite so, so a lot of species like that, they just attack for apparently no reason, uh, generally some species, just species you know they they, they kill to eat, uh, there's nothing wrong with that they have to eat but then there are some species who just attack they don't have to uh, kill to to eat they've already eaten but still they kill. And so there are some species like that. So here Krishna is saying, for those who are burning with envy like that, I can, if they become so much, so I put them in those species, they can fully vent their envy in those sort of species of life. You understand? So uh, Hiranyakashipu was like that. He was almost like a scorpion. He had so much venom in him, venom. You know, so you don't want to go your whole life with so much venom in you. It's actually self-destructive in the end, uh, you know uh yeah. and you have you, got an ultimate uh, you know unlimited supply of venom practically <laughs> from life after life and you keep going around stinging people your whole life can be about stinging people is that is that what you want your life to be about stinging people non-stop and so, but, but you know there are many who are like that and they just don't see it they so, they're so consumed by that they're consumed by it and they don't see it yet if someone tries to do it to them oh why all the venom but they are, they are themselves venomous so it's this is that so, so someone in the mode of passion uh, they're very unpredictable personalities very very unpredictable they can be your friend one minute they can be your enemy another minute and so uh, Kashipu was asking all these things certainly if Lord Brahma didn't award them to him he would have uh, said nasty things he may have tried to take action against Lord Brahma because he didn't get what he wanted so some people just explode when they don't get what they want Very, they're very difficult to satisfy, whereas a devotee, as they advance, they're very easy to satisfy, they become more and more easily satisfied, very simple. Uh, Prabhupada once said, devotee, is that they can just uh, sit and chant Hare Krishna, they're happy. They're happy sitting and chanting, and there's some service to do, they're very happy to. Uh, So very, very easily satisfied, where the, the, the gross material is very difficult to satisfy. They're never satisfied, and I think I remember a song like that. They're never satisfied, <laughs> <clears throat> can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> there was one song like that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so this is Aranya Kashipu. So he's getting very difficult. I grant them, but they're not generally available. <clears throat> now Brahma had promised he couldn't. Uh, he said that to him. He couldn't go back on it. Uh, so. Uh, Now Prabhupada actually makes a point here that when you take something from someone it may be a very great thing but if you can't maintain it if it's going to be a burden on you so I want to give you this but if that thing in itself is going to be a burden on you to just to have it just to it's best not to take it if you cannot enjoy what's given to you very peacefully and happily better not to take it no I, I don't think I can handle that uh, maybe someone else can handle but if you give it to me, I can't handle it. So, very uh, poignant point here by uh, Mr. La uh, he said, Doolaban, he quotes from this word Doolaban, where he says, uh, Svaran Yad Yapi Dulaban. something very difficult, uh, not only to achieve, but to maintain it is hard. And if it's too hard, then better not uh, take it in the first place. That's a very, very good advice. All right, Hare Krishna, thank you very much. Does anyone have a question or comment? <coughs> Yes, Prabhu. Oh, you get that? You're going to get the microphone.
0: Hi, Thank you so much for the wonderful class. Um, in some ways, this Kashi like Haranikashipu when he's doing, you know, tapasya, there's <coughs> some similarities with Driva Maharaj when he's doing tapasya as well, and it's all it's also um, causing some, you know, some impact to, to the universe, and so mm-hmm. that the devotees also go to Lord Vishnu or Lord Brahma to, for help. Um, so what disqualified Hiranya Kashyapu for getting the darshan of the Lord, as since, as well, as, as opposed to Guru Maharaj got Is it just because he's a shura, he's a demon by nature, or was there something more?
1: Well, uh, no, well, there, there are some similarities, but I mean, of course, Guru Maharaj performed a, a very uh, austere uh, uh, um, tapasya and uh, went to the forest just a small boy, five years old, uh, but he's uh, yeah, he he, he felt uh, hurt by how he was treated by his uh, ma- uh, stepmother and by his father, and so he, he went to get a kingdom greater than the uh, father, even greater than Lord Brahma. Uh, and it was a childish thing, you know, he was just a a, a boy, a small, a young boy. But uh, then when uh, Narad Muni came in the middle of all that, he began to instruct him how to do uh, uh, because his mother had already. Uh, and instruct him to worship Lord Vishnu. Uh, See so now, uh, of course, here we have a Rani He was not going to worship Lord Vishnu, <laughs> but the Maharaj Mahesh- uh, was told by his mother, you, you worship Lord Vishnu. And then, then when Narad Muni came, he instructed him how to worship, how to do this tapasya nicely. He went to the Jamuna, there's a nice description in the Bhagavatam there, how he did the, his tapasya and his meditation and his worship of, Lord, you know, of worshiping the Lord on the banks of the Jamuna. And so because he followed that, he became so purified that uh, when he saw the Lord, he gave up all his desire to have a kingdom greater than, and he thought it was just like broken pieces of glass as is stated there. But here we find that uh he was, uh, had a more burning, deep, envious desire against Lord. He wasn't, wasn't worshiping Lord, he was against him. And not only that, but uh, even though he wanted things that were, I mean, Dhruvamaj wanted a kingdom greater than his father, but we see here how much more Hiranyakashipu, he wanted to, dominate all the living entities of the universe and have them worship him. Dhruv Mahaj didn't want anything like that. He was just a, just a young boy and so he wanted so many things, you know, freedom from death and, you know, being able to overcome his enemies, all sorts of things. And then even when he got them, he still had a burning desire. And, and then when he got them, he, he terrorised the universe. He abused and exploited and terrorised everyone. And he was still burning, so even though there's some initial similarities, we see the similarities part ways in so many different ways between Dhruvamaj, who became a great devotee, and Hiranyakashipu. Of course, Hiranyakashipu, that is some Leela, and eventually he, Lord Nasringadev came and liberated Hiranyakashipu even, then, uh, he had to come back again at another birth. So uh, there's a difference there, yeah, there's a subtle difference, and so you have to read these things very carefully to understand the similarities, but also the differences. <clears throat> Thank you, Hare Krishna. Yes, ma'am. Also, the seventh Canto, I think
2: it's in the tenth chapter. It is said, uh, Lord, Lord Himself tells Brahma that don't give such benedictions to the demons. You know, mm. they can be very dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. Even in the story of Rikasura it has affected...
1: Oh, Rikasura, yeah. yes. Uh, Lord Vishnu told Lord Vishnu. Shiva, be careful how you, yeah. <laughs> you give benedictions to. He came after you.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he gave the benediction mm-hmm. or, 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 or to Rikasura, Yeah, I remember that. We used to do... I remember doing a drama here many years ago. I, <laughs> I was a Rikasura. And, uh, and, uh, and he was a big demon. And then he started coming after Lord Shiva himself. So then Lord Vishnu had to intervene. And then he said to mildly chastise Lord Shiva even, be careful who you give benedictions to. It can turn, turn on you even, which had happened. Uh, all right, just a nice uh, story. All right, thank you very much. All glories to Siddha Prabhupada ki jai gol Hari Hari bo.